Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. How many times I got to say that before I get tired of it? Mm, I think it's going to be a minute, folks. I got to be real with you. Because, boy, that Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, clear indication of how God can do some unexpected, wonderful things for you. How he leads your life in directions that you never, ever saw coming. You know, I was talking with somebody the other day, and they were talking about how, man, they were young and they were doing things, and they never knew that the things that they were doing as a youngster would come and and help, help form who they were today. As an adult, this guy's 50 years old. And, uh, you know, the same thing for you. If you look back on your life and all of the things that you've done, it helps shape you into who you are. Now, this is provided now that you take the positive approach. Now, when I say look back at your life and see what you've done, that doesn't mean dwell on the misfortunate moments because the misfortunate moments were necessary. I know it's hard to see that when it's happening to you, but the unfortunate moments are necessary. You know, what really makes you appreciate summer vacation is winter work. What really makes you appreciate a walk on the beach is when it's cold, it's raining outside. What really makes you appreciate when you're up is because you've been down. See, if you were up all the time, just the nature of us as human beings, we would lose our appreciation for it because it becomes case sera. 
whatever it is. Well, it is what it is. I'm just a what, what, what. It be, you take it for granted. It becomes expected. But what happens in life is it has so many twists and turns. And then you learn how to deal with those twists and turns, which makes you now a more experienced person. And then when the sunny days come, man, you go, wow, it's really nice outside. You really want to appreciate how warm weather, just stay in a bunch of cold weather all the time. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, this is really, really simple analogies, but it helps you along the way. Now, here's what I came to say today to everybody out there, and this has helped me in my life. I can't tell you what it's done for me, but a lot of people are struggling with uh, moving forward with their future, their future plans their future goals, their future aspirations, their future hopes, their future dreams, just simply your future wants. A lot of people trying to have a hard time mapping out their future, even what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be, what I'm going to make, how I'm going to go about it, what do I do next. I want to share something with you that I had to come to terms with. The quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. You know, it's like I said at the beginning, you know, when I say it's, it's wonderful to look at your life and review it, because if you look at it, it'll tell you uh, it, it really helps shape and form you today as the person you are. Now, if you look at it in a positive sense, but if you dwell and harp on the negative that's happened to you, then that keeps you from seeing the good in the incident. Every bad thing that's happened to you, there was a silver lining behind it. I know people who were on drugs who finally, man, just got sent to prison for stealing because of their habit. I know a cat that sold dope. Well, he went to prison. He told me one time, he said, Steve, he said, man, this is the best thing ever happened to me. This saved my life. Now, most people would think, how in the world is going to prison helpful for you? The brother said, it saved my life. First of all, it got me clean. He said, I've been clean for five years from sitting in here. That's for starters, I'm clean. I ain't stealing no more. I ain't putting myself in jeopardy, and I ain't jeopardizing nobody else. He said, now, nah, man, I done went to college. I done got a college degree while I'm in here. Then he was released from prison, and the brother's life was completely turned around. He married. He got a family. He got a great job. He go to work every day. He's a productive citizen. I mean, so he looks back on his incarceration, even his drug abuse, and it taught him how to appreciate the things in life that he had taken for granted and was missing. Because he said, man, my life was just in a blur. I didn't even know what was going on. He said, now I appreciate every day I wake up. That's what I mean. Even in your missteps in life, there is a purpose for the missteps. Every time you fail, there was a reason for the failure. See, what I had to do was I had to learn that all of my failures taught me how to get back up. So I became a very strong and tough person in getting back up. And then I was down and out so long that it taught me how to really appreciate the up. And so I've taken all of that and used it, those experiences that happened to me, and I became a more experienced person. So next time when people talk about me who don't know me, it don't shake me because everybody not going to like you, man. You might as well go and get on this train right now. And so 
What I'm saying to you out there is the quickest way to lose focus on your future is to keep focusing on your past. Let it go. Yeah, 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 he left. Sometimes the breakup is the blessing. I know it's hard to break up because now you're lonely and you're by yourself. But man, but weren't you in misery when you was in that? Weren't you in complete misery in that? Now, you kept asking God to fix it, but it takes two people to fix a relationship. It don't just take one. It takes two to make a thing go right. It takes two to make it out of sight. You really do have to have two people wanting a relationship to work. It can't just be one person wanting a relationship. So you can pray about the relationship all you want. If the other person don't want you no more and ain't going to act right, you can't make him do that. Or you can't make her do that. But you steady asking God for a new relationship, but you are yet to be grateful that you are in a position to have a relationship and you keep harping on the past. You don't think he hear that? I'm just a dude with a show and I hear it all the time. Let it go. Go forward. It's over. You made it. He brought you through it. You conquered. You survived it. Why are you dwelling on it and making it the cross around your neck when clearly he had removed it for you. Now, all you got to do is come on. So if you're sitting behind them walls, brothers and sisters, I'm talking directly to you. Sometimes, man, you just got to get it right. All this repeat offender business, that's for who is that for? How ignorant can you be to keep giving your life back to the penal system? Be free, man. Walk the streets. Do the right thing. Ask God to help connect you. He can do anything. You think he can't give you a job? Are you serious, man? Put some faith on it. Let's move forward, y'all. Let it go. Let's move. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Steve Harvey Morning Show has begun. You are here, which means you have been blessed to see another day, and so have we. Gratitude. Remember that. Nothing, nothing speaks more volumes to the heavenly angels that when we show gratitude, the trumpets is blaring on your behalf. When you show gratitude, I am grateful. How about you? Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Junior, Keel Spates, Nephew Tommy. Uh, Junior, uh, yeah. what's on your mind this morning? Let me, let me ask you something, because you know, you're 65 and your mantra, you know, why does this mean so much to you that being difficult, not not mean, just being difficult. What what does that do for you? Well, I don't I don't really know, Junior. You know, I was my high school yearbook voted me most difficult, so I don't really know what it has. I know what it's done for me over the years. I know what it has caused. It's been some good with it, and it's uh-huh. been some bad with it. But I'm difficult because I don't like going along with just what anybody say. You know, I, I am supposed to present some type of opposition, some type of resistance, some type of coup de gras, if you will, uh, to something that's being said. What I'll never be is just to go along, follow the crowd ass person. So I've developed a layer in front of me that ask the question, WTF, <laughs> HTF, yeah. and how come the F? Yeah. See, yeah. those three things have been a part of my life. 
What the L? Yeah. Why the L? Yeah. And how come the L? See, those H-C-T-L. And those things right there have helped me create a moment of pause, not only for myself, but people involved. I'll give you an example. Ladies, join in right now. Ask me anything you want to. I don't care what the subject is. Just ask a question of me right now, and I'll think give you the an example. the sun will come out today? See, right there. Did the sun come out yesterday? <laughs> yep. What the F it did? <laughs> yeah. And did it come out the day before that? Yeah. WTF it did. Now, merely what Shirley wants clearly is just the answer to the question, yes. will the sun come out today? Yes or mm-hmm. no. My resistance to that rather obvious answer is, if it don't come out, all I ask is to froze to death before we discover it. <laughs> so now, if it didn't came, why would you ask me about the sun today when it came out yesterday and the day before that? And the day that it don't come out, we won't know it because our ass will be frozen. <laughs> yes, Carla. Do you ever have anybody to just say, that's okay, that's all right then, when they ask you a question? I don't allow that, because once you <laughs> ask the question, you must want what is the makeup that is me. And I got to give it to you. All right. Difficult all right. is Thank what you, I Mr. am. Difficult. Yeah. Coming yeah. up Thank in 32 you. minutes after yeah. the hour. <laughs> we got the nephew and run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now to start your morning off with Run That Prank Back and the Nephew. What do you have for us this morning? What's going oh, on in oh, that you know I yours? got it. I got it. <laughs> surveillance. This is surveillance. Okay? This is what you should all have around your house at this point. Surveillance. You got a smart house. Everybody got, don't You can't have no dumb house in this day and time. You got to have a smart house. But dumb <laughs> people is, in surve- it. <laughs> Come on, cat dog. Surveillance. Let's get it. Hello? Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a please. Yes, sir. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a Mrs. Hello? Uh, please. Who's calling? Hello, my name is Officer from the Connor Police Department, Narcotics Division. And you? And where is it called from? The police Department, Narcotics Division, ma'am. My name is Officer Okay, this I'm giving you a call. Um, There is a possibility. I'm, I'm wanting, trying to get the particulars with you. Uh, you have two sons. Do you have a one and Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, there's reason to believe that there is some narcotics going on with these two gentlemen. No. Now, I wanted to speak with you about it. My understanding that you're over the crime watch, actually, in that particular area. Yes, sir. And, uh, I know that, uh, here lately there's been, um, camp. Hello? Hello? Uh, hang on the phone! Go ahead. I'm here. It's my understanding you guys have, I know you've put surveillance cameras up uh, so you can actually get a general area of what's going on. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. Where has been within the last week? Because what we've done is we've um, put somebody on them and watched them very closely. And we're wanting to know from you, because I understand that you are the person over the crime watch, what's going on with your two sons? Well, sir, for one thing, I don't allow drugs to from my house. Period. I don't. I don't even allow that because I am the head of the car watch. I don't even allow people to even come back here to buy drugs. Okay. Okay. Now I know some some kids that's mad at my kids. They were calling the cops in my house, coming to my house and throwing rocks and everything. But I can assure you, sir, that's one thing I do not play. 
I do not allow people to even come back to my house. Okay. Now, are there surveillance cameras, ma'am, that are uh, pointing in any area like in your back? That's... We haven't really activated it no more. Okay. Where, where exactly were your cameras pointing? What angle were they? Uh, towards the road. Towards the road. Uh-huh. All right. Is there anything in the uh, in the backyard area of where you are? No. Okay. That's the only one we had. All right. Here's what's going on. We're actually, and I'm going to just be completely honest with you, Miss. There's a possibility of a raid coming in there because we truly believe that are having some type of contraband in that house right there. Can you just hold on for a minute, sir? Sure. Hello? See if you can get that tech in here for Hello? me, please. Hello? Yes. Okay. Yes. Have you spoken with your Sir, let me tell you one thing, okay? I will bust that if I don't even allow to come back to my house at all. I don't play that I'm the head of crime watch. I think all they need to go get a job and, 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 and stop messing up their damn life. That's, that's, that's what's wrong with them, okay? And I don't play that, and, and, and I don't appreciate that. Okay. Uh, are, are there two boys there right now? Yeah, they're here. Can I speak with those guys one by one, please? You mind if I do that, Miss? They don't want to come to the phone. Nobody wants to talk to the officer of the law, huh? <sighs> uh, what do you think, Miss? I'm going to try to handle this as diligently as possible. Do you think I should come out and speak with your boys there? At no. I'm trying to avoid a raid happening. No, you ain't going to avoid because I'm going to avoid it myself. No, I'm trying to avoid a raid coming to your home, ma'am. That's what I'm trying to do. I want to call and talk to you sensible and see if I can get some things rectified here. Because right now, it seems like it shouldn't. It sh- the sh- camera should be actually pointing at your back door or your backyard so I can see what's going on there. That's what seems to be happening here. Okay. Well, do what you got to do. You know, but I'm going to go take it up. Okay. Uh, well, before you do all of that, can we permit pretty much let, make sure that we know what we're talking about? Do you think that they have contraband in the household? No, I don't allow that in my household. Okay. I'm a Christian woman. I don't allow that in my household. Have you beat these children before on this particular issue? Have you had problems with them in the past on this? No. All right. I don't, uh, I, I'm just trying to square it up as quick as possible. I don't want you going through being stressed out about this particular issue, but I know that from my understanding, you're supposed to be a law-abiding person. And you're I'm very law-abiding, very Right, and very, you, I care very much about my community, and that's why I do not allow these things in my community. And if they're doing it, trust me, I'm going to be on as soon as I hang on this phone. Well, I don't want you to hang up just yet, because i got a couple more things I want to talk to you about. Because if you need me to come over there and bust some well, with you, I'll well, do come it. Come and bust some Yeah, I need that. Come bust some and I'm going to help you bust some too. Okay. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? Yes. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You, you just got pranked. You got pranked by <laughs> and oh my goodness, I'm gonna kick Day behind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because I take that very serious. Uh, they told me. They told me you are about cleaning up the community, and they bet not be nowhere around there selling no dope. And I mean, all they gotta do is look at me, and I stare at them, and they uh, automatically leave. And that's that's a good thing, though. Oh my goodness, I'm gonna get you back. No, you can't get me. No, you can get. You can get them. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh my goodness! I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> and here I'm like nervous. I'm like, oh my goodness. Oh boy, you re- look. You, I, I ain't want you to get off that phone because you finna go beat them boys. You, oh, that's right. Cause that I do not play. <laughs> you know, I am not about to have no cops run up in my house. Ms. 
Doctor, we need more people like you in the community that's making sure that we ain't dirtying up the neighborhood. We need you, baby. Well, darling, you keep doing what you're doing. I got one more thing to ask you, though. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show Steve in the land. Steve Harvey. <laughs> everybody, everybody with a smart house, raise your hands. Valence. My hand is up. He is out here slanging this, this, these drugs and stuff, and we're going to put a stop to it. That's right. She's saving the community. Uh-huh. That's what she do. That's what mm-hmm. she do. We need community. more people like her. Yes, sir. Yes, sirs. <laughs> she called you a psychopath. That was my <laughs> favorite part. <laughs> Early, that's, that's a compliment to me. What are you talking about? <laughs> to you, yes. <laughs> I All embrace right. that. I embrace All it. All right, nephew. Thank you. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Usher. That's right, I said Usher will be our special guest, Usher Baby. But right now, it is time for the CLO. I'm so excited about Usher. It's time for Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building, ready for your love questions. Here we go. This one is from Kamika in Tulsa. Kamika says, I've been seeing a married man and we have decided to meet in Dallas this weekend and get a hotel room to celebrate Valentine's Day. He said we won't be leaving the room and I can't bring perfume, scented lotion, or baby oil. I'm not used to rules or being a side chick. Are these the normal guidelines? Absolutely. (laughs) Not absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) What was it on? It can't have no... uh, Perfume, Perfume. Okay. no scented oils, uh-huh. and right. no baby oil. Right. Now, I don't down. know what this means is he don't bathe regular. And you can't That's what this is to me because mm. you got to have baby oil. And, and what does baby oil do? Ain't you going to bathe afterwards, dog? Now, these scented oils mm-hmm. and scented lotions, I agree with that because them be some strong scents. It's hard to get them off. You know, he could add to the list. I could I could tell him from experience. Add any glitter to that. Put that on your list. Nothing with glitter on it. Put that on your list, dog. Don't pack that. Yeah, don't pack glitter because you can't get glitter off. I don't care what you do. It's gonna be glitter gonna be with you four, five, maybe six days. It's gonna show little bitty specks of shiny stuff. It'd be little piece in your ear. It'd be something behind your ear. It'd be something deep in your mustache, and it brush up a week later. It's just glitter. It's just glitter in your one of the cracks of your teeth. Then just then just glitter in one of your cracks. It just shows up. It just shows up. So put glitter on your list. Yes, but this is the norm, lady, and that's what that's the downside of what you're doing. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, thank you, uh, CLO. Faye and Slidell writes, my younger sister was messing with our pastor, and his Ooh. wife found out and threatened my sister. I told Ooh. the wife if she wants to jump on somebody, go jump on her husband. She says she better not catch my sister alone. I warned her if she touches my sister, she's getting touched. Am I right or wrong? <laughs> well, I think you're absolutely correct. Family has to stick together. Even though your sister's wrong, your husband is the one who said the vows. He took the vow. Your sister probably didn't. And so the, the onus is on him. He has to be faithful. He's the one to say he a pastor, man of God, and he the one 
married you married the lady that you want to jump on. So if now she touch your sister, y'all got to touch her, which is gonna blow up even more in the pastor's face. Cause who is jumping on the first lady? Mm. Wow. Okay. Uh. And the headlines at the church pamphlet, first lady receives a second degree ass whooping. That's an <laughs> ugly headline on the church bulletin. Not the newsletter. Yeah. It's actually a crime. You know, like you church announcements. Church announcements. Yeah. 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 Church announcements. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, I used to live in Slidell. I wonder who it is. All right. Uh, moving on to Sherry in Evanston. Sherry says... I carpooled to work, and it's just three of us now because of COVID. I dread it when it's one co-worker's day to drive because we are stuck in her car with the heat, and she's musty. It could be her clothes, but whatever it is, it is unbearable. Are we supposed to tell her, or do we kick her out of our carpool group? Well, on that day, on that day, the day she I'm died. driving. <laughs> Don't yeah, care. on that day, I'm getting carpool day confused. <laughs> I'm going to show up at her house uh-huh. in the car. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, I'm going to forget to pick her up. Matter of fact, I'm just going to drive to work. I'm out the carpool. You're not locking <laughs> me up in here with this. That's not what you're going to do. And it's wintertime. We need some cracks in these windows anyway. But I'm not finna be sitting up in the car with Big big Funky and we got to ride and work with this heat on. I'm not finna do this. Not not with Big Funky. So why not just she tell her? Her coat just, stink. Why not just tell her? Tell, this is her car. You can't tell people in their car what to do. Well, she, or you could kick her out of the carpool group. Why is she in the carpool group? I don't understand. Who, who put together the carpool group <laughs> list? Y'all know she stank in her cubicle. Uh, Why would you think that this heifer ain't going to be strong in this car? And an even smaller She stank down there at lunch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. She stank in the meetings. She stank on the line. She stank on the line. They need to do her a favor and tell her. I'd say so. I'd tell her. Yeah. But how would you tell her, Cielo? Nah, you can't do it. Big people hard to tell because they start swinging. Now you get your ass whooped and that funk getting around. You get a funky ass whooping. (laughs) See, see, let me explain something to you. This is a rule I know about. Musty, skinny people get told quick. Ain't nobody scared of them. (laughs) Big, skinny people go for years. Big must. I don't want to say nothing. Oh, Don't nobody want to say they give them a pass, you know. They figure, well, you know, maybe today wasn't a good wash day. You know, they <laughs> say stuff like that, you know. I'm maybe they couldn't get their coat off in time. You know, they say yeah. stuff like that, you know. Well, they did sweat coming up the steps, you know. This elevator yeah. went out. You know, they make excuses for big people. That's why I'm assuming it's a big person. Go ahead, Sheila. All right. Lon- uh, <laughs> Landry in Baltimore. Uh, writes, I'm a 29-year-old white man married to a 30-year-old black woman, and we've known each other since middle school. She started smoking hookah and having girls night out with a new group of women. I wanted to join them Saturday night. She said no. We always hang out together. Should I be worried? Well, you know, man, look, look, let me explain something to you. Y'all in an interracial marriage, you know, it always comes, something comes with that. I'm not making up anything. That's just the way it is. She mm-hmm. got this new set of black friends, and she hasn't quite explained you to them yet. And, it's black uh, night. 
and that's just you gonna come in there and throw the whole group off. And, uh, <laughs> he, did not, he did not say they were black. She just said having girls' night out with a new group of women. He women said he was white, didn't he? The yeah, reason he, he, he specified okay. he was white because <laughs> he knows there's a difference. Now she done met this new group of black girls, and she has yet to break the news yes. to them yeah. that she's dating Santa Claus. So now, if you just show up, it's going to throw the whole thing off. You better keep it 100. And you already know what this is now. Yeah. I'm bring you your ass up this? in there yeah. Hi, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So who is in Baltimore. What are you doing here, Landry? <laughs> what is, what is, I, hey, I just wanted to come up and have a nice time with the guys. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Keisha. Shamika. <laughs> Tanya? Is it Tanya or Tanya? I never get it right. What's going on? So the hard A, soft A. Coming up at the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, Usher will be our very special guest right after this. Usher! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, y'all, as promised, we got one of our great uh, family members on the show. Uh, When I tell you global megastar, that's an understatement. Eight-time Grammy winner. Uh, he's already out there, but he, he'll be headlining an all-new Las Vegas residency at the Dolby Live at the Park MGM. And the new shows kick off in July. Whoa. He's been out there already. If you haven't oh. seen it, you're missing a treat. Uh, one of the greatest performers live that I'm telling you, I'm telling you that I've seen. The boy got my respect at Essence one year when he went out and they was doing the tribute to Luther. That's when I said, uh-oh, this boy right here, Cole, ladies and gentlemen, straight out of ATL. <laughs> the one and only, the legend that is Raymond Usher. <laughs> yes, sir. Usher, baby. Morning, Usher. Usher. Man, I don't know if I, I don't know if I ever had a better introduction. Now, I, I just need to just, just plaster no, no. that thing up and let that be my introduction in Vegas this time. You know, hey, Ooh. hey, man, nobody introduced <laughs> nobody like me, dog. One time I'm gonna come out there, I'm gonna bring you out, cause man, let me tell you something, man. I've been watching you, and I'm telling you, I, last time I saw you was down at uh, the Kentucky Derby. But mm-hmm. and then uh, we've talked on the phone since. But man, this guy's live performance—you forget how many hits this man got. You got a lot because of them. he wanted them performance where he can do a whole show, and you know he ain't got to do nobody else's cover. Huh? This dude got a bunch of damn hits. We know. Since he was yeah. a kid, yes. yes, yes. I went to That's the show, what, man. Come on. Yes. <laughs> I appreciate Legend. the love. I appreciate the time, you know, that it's taken to build this career. So now it's a celebration, you know. It's it's, a, it's been a really tough time for a lot of people. So being able to hold on to that ticket up until this up until the point last year was was really a treat. And uh it was safe, you know, and actually you know, I just really enjoy being able to try things that I never tried. You know, I decided to do some things that a little bit different. It was a, a theatrical experience because we were in the theater at the time. And we, we, we're going to be, again, this one uh, as well. Um, but I just really wanted to just give people something to remember. It's like I can remember 
you know, talking about this almost 20 years ago. And I really wanted to, at some point, be able to go to Las Vegas and, and experience things or, or, or experience the music in a way that felt classic, the same way that Sammy Davis Jr. and all of those guys did it, but of this time, you know, with... Wow. With, with celebration of the music and the dance and, you know, I even skated, you know what I'm saying, with the fashion Boy, and all of it. Did yeah. you skate? My best part. <laughs> hey, man, let me ask you that. Let me ask you that. Because as a performer, and you say you kind of talked about this years ago, mm-hmm. how does that feel for you from the standpoint of having had the career you've had, all the Grammys, all the accolades, how do you rank a residency in Vegas in all of this? I'm gonna tell you this much: not many people can do it easily. You know, it ain't especially in these times. But right. um, I, I say I would rank it um, from a one to ten. I say it's a ten. It's like wow. you know, there's the, the, with the responsibility uh, of, of keeping the show. It's almost it ain't quite like you know Broadway, but for the most part, you know, you know that people are coming from all over the world to see you. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah. and they they get yeah. a chance to celebrate. All of your music, it's it's a planned destination at that point. It ain't about just, oh, let's just let's just see what's going on over here with this show. No, they know you know that they're coming to see you and celebrate. That's with right. You. you know, so um, for me, again, I, I, years ago that I, I knew eventually I was gonna make it to uh, to Las Vegas, and what 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 better time to do it coming out of the pandemic and, and being one of the first shows to open in Las Vegas. So to go to Adobe Live this time after. Bruno Mars, uh, um, you know, so many, so many other, you know, performers have been able to get the shows going there. I'm like, okay, they'll be live. Let me show you what I got. You know, Lady wow. Gaga, she did it. She did it one way. Bruno Mars did it his. Now I'm gonna do it my way. You know? Yeah. You know, man. Uh, I, I want people to understand. That's the real sign of fame. A guy told me one time. He said, Steve, if you wanna, if you wanna know if you're famous or not. It's two places mm-hmm. you just need to go. Walk down the streets of Manhattan. If don't nobody stop you, you're not famous. He say, <laughs> and go to Las Vegas. If don't nobody stop you, you ain't famous. Oh, he said, because Las Vegas is where the world goes. Mm-hmm. The world, And for you to have a residency in Las Vegas, y'all, listen to me. You have to be globally famous. You can't yeah. just be American famous. That ain't going to sell the tickets. And so that's that's the that's the testament to this brother right here. Now you're gonna be, it opens Friday. This is the new uh, Vegas show. It opens the residency opens July 15th at the Dolby Live. Everybody at the Park MGM. You got 23 shows on the schedule from July through October this year. Uh, the new show incorporates audience interactions and staging throughout the, listen to me, y'all, 5,200 seats. You can't do that every night unless your ass is famous. This every night, 5,200 seats, you find out real fast your ass ain't got it. Especially on a Wednesday. Not a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. Yeah, you're going to have to have a bunch of dark-ass nights, homie. Anyway, that's where he's going to be. Hey, uh, Hey, hey, man, stick around. We want to do one more break with you, Usher. When we come back, uh, I mentioned in the intro right here, I said audience interactions and staging throughout. We're going to find out if he can drop a little hints on what that could be like when we come back. We got more with the world famous, the one and only our homie Usher, right after this on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, man. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back, and our special guest this morning is Usher. Uh, he's doing a live uh, residency July 15th. It kicks off at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. You're calling this an immersive show. Now, when we went to break, tell us, can you give us a little bit about that? What do you mean by immersive new show with audience interaction? What do you mean by that, Usher? Well, if you had the opportunity to come to Las Vegas the last time, I called it an immersive experience because I was going to be able to take you, you know, into, you know, kind of my, my mindset before the show actually started. Now, you didn't know that, you know, um, before you got your ticket. But if you were able to be a part of that experience, um, then you actually got a chance to be with, you know, almost 20 different performers. There's this immersive experience that happened before the show, right? There's this uh, Parisian club that you go to, take you to Atlanta, Magic City, and also, too, I took you to this yes, experience no. that, that I had many years in, in New York. Now, this time, at the Dolby Live, it's going to be an interactive experience with my fans. So not only do I incorporate, you know, all of the hit records, but, you know, you feel like you're actually a part of the show. You know, the way the room is set up, the experience that you see, the things that I do, you know, with, with skates on, you see the incredible fashion, there's dining, there's all of these other things that you're going to get as an experience that you wouldn't at a normal show. It's not just you standing in an audience looking at looking at the show. You actually, you know, depending on where your seat is, um, you know, you feel like you're literally in the show. There ain't a bad seat in the house. Everybody wow. gets to, it's going to feel like they are actually a part of the show. Wow. To be there with your wife and your wife is standing there saying, these girls are bad. I mean, that's how, that, everything you got on stage was incredible, man. Everything. If your yeah, wife yeah, was man. saying that, what would you say? I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I didn't quiet. agree with it. I just be quiet and just kept bobbing hey, my head. Usher, Usher, I didn't know you had a little Magic City scene. I've been in my life. I've been to Magic City uh, twice, and both times was before I got saved, and that's all I can tell you. <laughs> in Jesus' name, I was in there just with oh my broke ass. Thank the Lord, I wasn't rich I when I was in there. Let's Go let ahead. this be the, the you know you talking about the, the radio show taking a trip to Vegas. Let's do this. Yeah. It like a, a, a All right, plan let's do that and go see Usher. Well, Tommy just said it. The Steve Harvey Morning Show is coming right. to see Usher. July 15th, everybody, at the Dolby Live at Park MGM. Uh, it's an immersive show. Uh, it's crazy. It's Usher in, in, in like you've never seen it before. Make sure y'all go out and see the Tickets go on sale Friday, February 25th. All you got to do is go to Ticketmaster.com slash Usher Vegas. Usher, we love you, boy. Thank you, man. Love y'all. I see you there. See you Peace. in Vegas. Woo-hoo! Usher, 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 coming up in 34 minutes. After the hour, the outrage continues over Olympic figure skating, and we'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Track star Shakari Richardson is calling out a double standard in Olympic sports. Uh, the International Olympic Committee decided that Russian figure skater Camilla Vilieva can continue competing in the Beijing Winter Games after testing positive for a banned drug. The IOC's ruling raised a lot of questions for Richardson, who was barred from the Tokyo Summer Games after testing positive for marijuana. She says, can we get a solid answer on the difference of her situation and mine? 
my mother died and I can't run and was also favored to place top three. The only difference I see is I'm a black young lady. This is what that is uh, the only Rich difference. Wrote on Twitter. No, because they were trying to say that the Russian girl had some problems, some family problems, mm-hmm. and she's under the care of adults, and so she took this drug, and because she's a minor under the supervision of adults, that don't mean a damn thing. Yeah, they're they're saying that you know the medication maybe was her grandfather's, and there could have been some sort of mix up there. Mm. Who's wow. taking that granddaddy pills? Yeah, who's getting yeah. just Papa, where your pills at? Where <laughs> where does she find them at? Because all <laughs> that medicine on is on the nightstand. <laughs> yes, it is. His nightstand. <laughs> Why are you sitting up in here in his room? You supposed to be out here ice skating. What is you in here picking up prescription <laughs> medicine off of his damn nightstand eight. for? Oh. And your ass supposed to be out here figure skating. You saw how it make your grandpapa do when he took it. Now you gonna take it, figure you jump high. Since it's helping him get up quicker, you figure, hell, I'd be able to do a quadruple loop if mm-hmm. I take this. She, look, here's the deal. They they removed this black girl and everybody knows that we don't help you do nothing. Right. right. Nothing. Performance-wise, uh-huh. is that what you're saying, Steve? Uh, <laughs> well, not really, dog. Y'all can quit. The, but this banned subjects right here is on the list. Now, if it's a ban, now weed is banned, mm-hmm. and so is she. But the girl lost her mother. She took it as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Understood. Not the best decision. Right. Understand that. But that's what she did. They took her out to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was expected to medal. This Absolutely. white girl from Russia is expected to meddle. She's in the lead. Yeah. She white, though. See, why we keep... What's the surprise? Well, there she we go. said That's it, what the I only difference hear. I see is I'm a black young lady. That's she. It is the only that. damn yeah. difference. That's yeah. no surprise. No. It's, so, it's, that's all to it. Listen listen to me. What if she it, wins? She, she gonna, gonna win. They gonna, they gonna let her have it. They're going to find a way to give it to her. And let me tell you something. All of the ice skaters on NBC that's commentating, Johnny Weir and uh, the white girl who was in the Olympics. Yeah, Yeah, Limsinki, who was in the Olympics when she was 15. They are dead set against this decision. They saying this girl should be put out because ice skating has to remain clean. I hope she And these are two... (laughs) You know, like me, I don't care what they do because I know what it is. It's damn racism. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pure You're and simple. simple. And that's all it's been. It's just like rescinding the Voting Rights Act. Mm-hmm. It's racism. Oh, and now I was just watching Fox. And oh my God, Hannity and all of them now has jumped all over this Biden statement of he's putting a black woman on the Supreme Court. Oh, now that the narrative is... So if you're a white man or a Latino man or a woman or Asian American, don't even put your application in. It has been narrowed down to simply it's going to be a black woman. And that's unconstitutional. Oh, Fox is riding this one in the ground. He should have just nominated the lady. And that was it. Don't you cannot. Tell these Republicans what you're going to do. I thought it was a stupid mistake on his part. 
you don't you. tell the you enemy stupid, what you about to do. Man, just 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 announce the lady. Yeah, I I don't right. like that. That was a that's a that's not smart politics, man. All right, coming up next, it is the nephew and the prank phone call. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, my husband found the wrong gift. Hmm, Mm. we'll get into that. Yeah, Mm. just a little bit. And it is just what you think. Uh, But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Well, you remember we used to have, you know, back in the day, it used to be calendars with the hunks on it, you know, the firemen on it. You remember that? How could we remember that? that? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, men, we always had the centerfold. We always had the great calendar with the beautiful ladies Uh, on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you know, we're going to. Didn't you and Steve do a calendar, shirt, soft calendar? No, he ain't done no calendar. I don't think he did. He <laughs> might have done an hour. He might have done an hour. He ain't done no month. No, no, no. Hotties. Remember my hotties? Uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go. So this right here is church calendar. Somebody, if you would, turn to your neighbor and say church calendar. Uh-uh. Church calendar. <laughs> Won't he do it? Let's go, cat dog. Church calendar. Here we go. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach uh, Sister Allison. Allison, uh... Um, Allison, she's not here, man. She at work. Um, as we speaking. Hey, this is uh, this is Brother Lester. Brother Lester, how you doing today? All right, Lester, Brother Lester. Right from the church. Okay, okay, over at uh, my. Right, 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 right. You a husband, right? What, Gerald? I'm Gerald. Gerald. Yeah, this is Gerald. Yeah, okay, okay. I met you a couple times, Gerald. We ain't seen you in a minute, though. Man, I've been working on Sunday, and I said that I was gonna try to make it, but I told her, you know, I want to get involved. You know, this year is gonna be a better year. I'm gonna get involved, man. Well, come on down, man. We we love to have you. That's for sure, man. I, can I get you a number where she can call me back? Well, okay, yeah, sure. Um, is this about, you know, a lesson or something? What's going on? Actually, the uh. Single ministry, man. I'm over the single ministry, and we're raising some money. So we're actually putting together a uh, a calendar, and we wanted her to uh, give us a call about it. Okay. okay so let me, let, me give, let me give you my number real quick. Wait, wait a minute. Okay, you say a calendar. So the church is doing the calendar, but is it like the couples? Like we come in, like how it always be, like the couples come in and be like, this is Mr. and Mrs. I mean, a calendar. No, I don't no, no, no. What we're doing, see, a lot of the guys got together. What we're going to do is the Mount swimsuit calendar and we're gonna we trying to put that together man so let me give you my number man because i want to call all the guys were saying if she get on the calendar it'll probably get sold you know, wait a minute wait a minute whoa, whoa 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 let's slow down slow down brother lester let's slow down okay uh a calendar a swimsuit calendar for the for the single ministry at the church what it is uh gerald we're gonna be the first church to who have ever done a swimsuit calendar you see what i'm saying no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait. You call it for my wife to be in it. Are you sure you got the right number? Because yeah, yeah, there. yeah. I mean, because your wife is Allison, right? Yes, my wife is Allison. And first of all, then what's this man about? All the guys, y'all got together and y'all voted for my. Okay, I'm trying to take this slow, man. Ooh, God, hold my tongue right now because I'm trying. I don't understand where you're going with this. And Listen, we're going to get Sister Gidry. She's going to be Miss March. June is like pretty much in the middle of the year. We want your wife to be the big centerfold. Please, please tell me. You're not calling my house this morning talking about my wife to be in a calendar, a swimsuit calendar. But then on top of that, y'all all got together and y'all voted that y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit calendar for a church. 
Okay, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, Gerald. I mean, look at this on the positive side, man. What this is, see, like I say, we raising money for the singles ministry, and the single ministry get ready to go on a big trip. But how did this? What my got to do with the singles ministry? She's married, man. I'm the people that's in the singles ministry. Why are you calling and talking about my wife being something like this? You hold up, that. Ooh, Jesus, help me. Hey, man, you 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 should feel uh, honored, man, that your wife is a. Man, why are y'all looking at my wife like that, man? We coming in there and we trying to get help and we trying to do it. Y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a swimsuit contest, man. Do you understand what that is, man? They ain't nothing but some panties, man. So y'all looking at my wife talking about y'all want my wife to be in a panties. See, what you got to understand, Jerry, this right here, man, is for the single ministry. We, we got a big trip coming up, so we raising money. For what, what are y'all doing, man? This not something you do at the church, man. You have car washes, man. When I was little, we wash cars, man. Y'all talking about a calendar, man. What are you doing, man? What type of church is this alternative to, man? See, Gerald, the difference is on this whole thing, man. Don't be upset about it. What it is that, man, we done found something that ain't no other church done before. You see what I'm saying? The reason ain't no other church done is because this is wrong, man. What committee got to get on something like this, man? What is wrong with you? Hey, dog, you got to understand. Listen, we got Sister Gidry. We got Sister Vicky. Okay. Uh, so, wait a minute. You saying that they done signed off on this. You got these women in the church saying that they going to put on swimsuits. Well, well, I'm saying we got them on our list. We got them on That's our list. I'm saying, man, ain't nobody getting with man. What is wrong with you, man? Hey, hey, man, listen. Just to help us get started, do you have a picture a sister Allison in a swimsuit? Man, look, man, I ain't giving you no picture of my wife in no swimsuit, man. No, this is just something we're trying to do for the ministry, dude. You know what? Are you at the church? Did you work at the church full-time? Part-time I'm at the church. Okay, are you in there now? Nah, I'm not there right now, but I'm going to be there for choir rehearsal later on this evening. Okay, what time do choir rehearsal start left? Seven o'clock, but why you, what, what, what's, 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 what I want you to do is for me, before you go to rehearsal, can you just be right in the front right quick? I just want to, we need to meet personally right quick, Lester, me and you. So I'm going to come to the rehearsal and then let's talk about this face to face because this over the phone and all that, this is not working right now. And I need to meet the person that's calling my damn house talking about my wife doing all this idiotic type
I got I got to ask you this here, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> I'm real stupid. What y'all think? I love him. What time is choir practice, uh, Lester? Uh, Lester. <laughs> Thelma, can you get that 655? Yeah. I just need five minutes of your time. Uh-huh. That's it's all I need. Meet in the front. Right yeah. in the front. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me do like that man in that video we saw a couple weeks ago. What do you, remember that man came around the front of the pew and hit there and punched that man in the face? Yeah. yeah. In the sanctuary. Church. In the church. <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Uh, I got stupid all lined up for you. Stupid this weekend. That's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The nephew is in Baltimore, Maryland at the Baltimore Comedy Factory. Friday, uh, Thursday night. That's one on Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. And uh, the nephew's in town. Tickets are just about gone. So call them and see if they got a few more. Then you can come hang out with the nephew. Laying in the cut, Beaumont, Texas, March 19th, baby. Julie Rogers Theater. Uh-huh. That's Saturday night. One show. So get your tickets now. All right. Beaumont, Texas. Laying in the cut is Zany's Comedy Club, Nashville, Tennessee. April Fool's weekend. What better to celebrate April Fool's with the fool in your city? Nashville. Laying in the cut. All right. That's all. all right. Right, Thank you, sir. Thank you. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my husband found the wrong gift. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. How we could be reading your letter on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. (laughs) You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, my husband found the wrong gift. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married to an interesting man for 19 years, and we have a daughter that's a freshman in college. He works two jobs by choice because he gives my daughter any and everything she asks for. He stopped spoiling me years ago, and I'm jealous. Since he works a lot, I have plenty of time alone. It's true that an idle mind is the devil's workshop, and out of sheer boredom, I started flirting with an old acquaintance on Facebook. He knows I'm married, and he's married too, so we both are bored and wanted someone else to talk to. He asked me where I worked, and I told him, but I didn't mention that I'm working remotely right now. This past Friday, he dropped a small red box off at my office, and the receptionist called me to come pick it up. She said, quote, a man that's not your husband dropped off something for you. Uh, That was nothing but shade, but I went right up to my office and got my gift. The box contained some small red lingerie and $100 cash with a sweet card. When I got home, I slid the box under my bed. When my husband came home, I was in bed. He was getting undressed and he took his wedding band off and it rolled under the bed. He saw the box and looked at me smiling. He opened it and started getting giddy. He thought it was his Valentine's present. So I had to play it off and put the lingerie on. It was way too small for me, and it almost cut my circulation off. I couldn't wait for him to rip it off. 
I had to go through two rounds of bad sex, but he was so happy. I want my $100 back, and I want to tell him another man gave me that gift because he sent our daughter flowers for Valentine's, and he didn't give me any. Should I tell him just to make him jealous? No, you should not. And uh, especially you shouldn't be jealous of your daughter. I mean, you know, making him think that the gift was for him was the only option you had at the time because that could have gotten really ugly. Uh, But not as ugly as it already is. I mean, I'm surprised you're still sleeping with him. You have so so many complaints about him. You stayed in there for not one, but two rounds of bad sex, you say. So so how long are you going to put up with that? Uh, you got nothing for Valentine's Day, but he got the money, the sexy undies, and he got sex with you twice. You said he stopped spoiling you years ago. You did not tell us why. Why did that stop? I mean, other than he's working two jobs now, uh, you're thinking it's to spoil your daughter, and you're jealous of that. He's not married to his daughter. He's married to you. And the idea that you're no longer number one in this life should be unacceptable to you. Uh, You left a lot out in this letter. You guys have grown very far apart. Now you're thinking about cheating with someone from your past that you met off Facebook. I mean, that's not going to solve your marital issues. You're looking for attention. Your husband sounds clueless to your needs as far as that's concerned. And and that has to change because your marriage is already in trouble. You're, You're thinking about... I know you say you want someone to talk to, but that's how it starts, okay? That is how it starts. Those thoughts become actions. If you still want your marriage to work, I I think you guys need to get in some sort of marriage counseling or therapy right away, ASAP. Steve? Shirley, uh, absolutely brilliant answer. I agree 100% with Every single thing you said, well said, which leaves me nowhere to go in this letter except to dig and find uh, little gems of ignorance. Which you do so well. (laughs) That may be typed in this letter somewhere. So come on with me as I take you through the mind of the person who writes a letter like this. Even the subject, my husband found the wrong gift. Even the way he found it was just, oh, my goodness. Uh, where you hid the gift was, oh, my goodness. How you hide a gift under a damn bed? Who do that? What, what is he for? What is he for? He don't go under the bed. What is, how, who hides the gift? Who do that anymore? Anyway, you've been married to an interesting man, 19 years old, got a daughter as a freshman in college. He works two jobs by choice because he gives my daughter... Any and everything she asked for. So now the rest of the letter is to penalize the man for being a great father. But there's more to it, as Shirley said. He stopped spoiling me years ago, and I'm jealous. Something happened years ago that you're not putting in this letter. The man just stopped. And did he turn his attention to someone who was more appreciative? Did someone start saying, thank you, Daddy, wow, you're wonderful? Did somebody go, you're the best dad any girl could ever have? Did you stop saying you were the best husband? Thank you for all of your hard work. No, you just married to an interesting man. Uh, then you said since he works a lot, you've got plenty of time alone, and now here we go. An idle mind is the devil's workshop, and out of sheer boredom, 
I started flirting with an old acquaintance on Facebook. You do understand that this entire letter is really looking like your fault. Because your husband working two jobs and spoiling your daughter, showing her how a man should treat her, giving her an example of what love looks like from the eyes of a daughter through watching her father. And you taking it as he stopped spoiling me, I'm jealous, I'm bored, I'm flirting on Facebook. Facebook then ended a lot of marriages. Get ready for yours to be gone, too. Just hold that thought right now. We got to take a break right here. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Today's strawberry letter subject, I know you just got into it. Today's strawberry letter, my husband found the wrong gift. We'll get right back to it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my husband found the wrong gift. Everything about this letter is crazy. This woman is married to what she claims as an interesting man who has a freshman daughter in college to both of them. He's spoiling her. He's got two jobs. She says to give the daughter any and everything she asked for. He stopped spoiling me years ago, and I'm jealous. Well, then she says since he works a lot, she got plenty of time by herself, and then she says that it's true that an idle mind is a devil's playground. So she started flirting with an old acquaintance on Facebook. Facebook then ended a lot of marriages, and this is fitting to be another one. He knows I'm married, and he's married too, so we both are bored and wanted someone else to talk to. Lady, everything you're saying is like somebody going, so what? Because you're not, all you're doing is justifying the dirt that you've done. Oh, this is a letter filled with justification. Uh, he asked me where I worked, and I told him. Now, let me tell you something. This has been going on for a while now. Because you jumped from they want somebody else to talk to to he asked me where I worked, and I told him. But I didn't mention that I'm working remotely right now. So on this past Friday, he dropped a small box office. Excuse me. He dropped a small red box off at her office and the receptions called me to pick it up and she said a man that's not your husband dropped off something for you that was nothing but shade well what you want lady say messy messy that ain't the lady ain't being messy or shady this is a fact a man dropped a red box off up here where you don't work at no more and it wasn't your husband but I went right up to my office and got my gift. That'll show my husband buying this girl all this stuff. That girl is your daughter. Damn. So now I show her. I went right on up there to get my gift. The box contained some small red lingerie and a hundred dollars cash. Well, I'll be damned. That's all it takes. <laughs> right. The thought that I didn't put into all these gifts over the years with my wife. All of the stuff I didn't spend money on. All I really had to do was get a little bitty red pair of lingerie, cut her blood off, and put a hundred dollars in the box. I'll be damn. Boy, that's it. Boy, boy, that's it. When you married and you know she married, 
All you need is a small ass box with a hundred dollars in it. Man, get out of here. <laughs> and then she said, with a sweet card. You just you easy. You easy. You get excited about little or nothing because you want to. When I got home, I slid the box under my bed. Excuse me. You slid the box under y'all's bed. Here go the good part. When my husband came home, I was in bed. He was getting undressed, and he took his wedding band off, and it rolled under the bed. I'll be damned. Ain't that how you get busted always on some dumb stuff? He took the wedding band off. And it just so had clink, clink, it hit the floor and rolled under the bed. When my husband, then he saw the box and looked at me smiling. He opened it and started getting giddy because he thought it was his Valentine's present. Well, I don't know how that is because, fellas, when the last time you got a present on Valentine's Day? I ain't got I was in school. I never expected that I'd be done. So, how old is he? He in his 80s or something? When the hell did we start getting Valentine's Day gifts? Anyway, uh, it was, I had to play it off and put the lingerie on. It was way too small for me, and it almost cut my circulation off. I couldn't wait for him to rip it off. I had to go through two rounds of bad sex, but he was so happy. I want my $100 back, and I want to tell him, Another man gave me that gift because he sent our daughter flowers for Valentine's and he didn't give me any. Now, the dumbest line in this whole letter is, you want to tell your husband, let let me understand this, that another man gave you that gift because your husband sent your daughter flowers for Valentine's Day and didn't give you any. So your snapback for that is, I'm going to tell him that another man sent this red box up to my job. I went up there and picked it up. It's too small for me, but I put it on just to deceive you. You ripped it off, and you took my $100. I want my $100 back. Should I tell him just to make him jealous? Lady, this ain't finna make him jealous. This finna cause a whole lot of other things. Jealousy going to be your least of words in the police report when y'all fill it out. <laughs> Jealousy. It's going to be other things in the police report like assault and battery. Oh, boy. Um, oh, wow. Receiving stolen property. Uh, it's going to be a lot of stuff in this police report, but jealousy won't be in there. That's All the right, dumbest Steve. thing you could do. All Ooh, right. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Post your comments. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand coming up at 46 minutes after the hour. Junior and sports talk right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's that time for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, Shirley, just to remind you that it is All-Star Weekend. Had Super Bowl. Now this weekend, All-Star Weekend held in Cleveland. Team LeBron versus Team Durant. Uh-oh. That's what we got. They the captains. Uh, they chose the teams. Here's a starting five for Team LeBron. You got LeBron, Steph Curry, John Morant, Nikolai Jokic, Andrew Wiggins. That's the starting five for them. Team Durant. Ooh. DeMar DeRozan, Trey Young, Joel Embiid, and the Greek freak, Giannis. Ooh, Ooh. I don't know. It's going to be a game. 
Then you know, on Friday night they got the Celebrity All Star Game. You know, this you know just a few people that we may know in here. I don't know all of them, but I know Tiffany Haddish is gonna be playing. Quavo, Quavo from Migos gonna be out there. He kind of ball though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he kind of, yeah, he been MVP. Yeah, for oh, the okay. Celebrity All Star Game. Uh, Miles Quavo. Garrett, yeah, Miles Garrett, oh, Jack wow. Harlow, and Machine Gun Kelly, just to name a few. All saw the three point shootout. It's gonna be Saturday night. Fred Van Fleet for the Toronto Raptors, Desmond Bain for the Memphis Grizzlies, Luke Kennard for the L.A. Clippers, Zach Levine for the Chicago Bulls, C.J. McCullough for the Pelicans, Patty Mills for the Brooklyn Nets, Carl Anthony Towns for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and Trey Young out of Atlanta. Anybody want to? Carl Anthony rock? Towns ain't finna win no damn three <laughs> I points. Know, I don't know why he in there. damn Trey Young, <laughs> Your tall ass over there and sit down. All these misses. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Trey Young, man. I'm just Trey going Young. with Trey Young. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Trey. I think Trey got a good shot this year. I just no surprise. No Steph Curry this year. Mm-hmm. No, for what? He already won, but I thought you know he's no, he the greatest won. shooter of all. Who? who what? <laughs> why would he be competing? What, why? What I got to prove? <laughs> I'd have made more three point shots than anybody on earth. <laughs> Ever yeah, played the game? What you finna give me an award to say? <laughs> doing yeah, your heart and doing anything? All right. Slam dunk contest. It's who, Tommy? Slam dunk contest. Obi Toppin for the New York Knicks. Now here we go, Tommy. This is us. This is where our money at. Jalen Green for the Houston Rockets. We Come we, on. we got we got to put it on Jalen. Come on, Jalen. Cole Anthony for the Lando Magic and Juan Toscano Anderson. When it used to be a time we used to knew who was going to be in the slam dunk contest. I don't even know nobody but Jalen Green in here. I don't know him. <laughs> you Great love Jalen Green. Yeah, <laughs> he's so cute. He dressed like he's straight from the oh, 70s. You'll love him. Oh, he's so cute, cute. and young. Oh, okay. My I daughter, that too. age group, he barely <laughs> perked up. He got Your next. daughter. Yeah, that age group, they think he's cute. Tasha needs to sit her ass down. <laughs> I'm just saying, he said he's cute. <laughs> Thank you, that Junior. Coming up <laughs> at the top of the hour. Listen to this question, guys. Have you ever dated someone that you knew was still not over their ex? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, you could say this about Kanye and Julia Fox's uh, relationship, if you want to call it that. Well, that was short-lived. Uh, in case you haven't heard, Kanye and Julia Fox have called it quits. Oh. Yeah, they dated for a couple of months. Uh, Kanye's been busy, meanwhile, trying to break up Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson and begging to get his family with Kim back. Uh, he wants them back together. So the question for you guys is, have you ever dated someone that you knew was still not over their ex? Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and didn't give a damn either. Didn't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm for. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I'm. I'm. I. I'm the rebound. Hell, I'm the backboard. <laughs> I'm throw against me. I'm what what you, you need go me back to? Here. Yeah. Yeah. What, Are you fine? What's the logic there? What? What? There has to be some logic. So this is all temporary. That? You're just enjoying the moment. That's all yeah. Oh, if oh, I know that's yeah. what it is. Oh yeah. man. Capitalization forward. time. Oh, this ain't going nowhere? Oh, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, capitalization time. I got capitalized on this moment for you. You need me to get you. I'm a bridge till you get back to him. Girl, let me help you build this thing. Come on. Bridge over 
much trouble, water. I will lay me down. (laughs) What if it's, you know, they just need a moment to get over them. They want to be in a relationship with you. I'm here for that. Yeah. That's so that's like that I means it's not temporary then, Junior. I help you, well, Shirley. Yeah. I tell him. I told her. I said, yeah, you know what? He is a great guy. <laughs> you agree I, with her? <laughs> I agree right with her. Stay right there with her the whole time. Let me come here. Let me you call need me to, You need me to hold you just for this two weeks. Right. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got no problem with that. No, oh, so y'all don't feel some type of way about it at all, huh? Uh-uh. No, no. We know we're gonna be it. naked for two weeks. We got yeah, that. We good. Yeah, that's cool. That's all it but, is. So you're saying that because you think she's going to go back to him? My if she do, <laughs> that's why you're saying that. Why is he cool. singing every song? Come on, because <laughs> no, uh, this is what we go by. He keeps trying to tell his. me. Just using that I ought to not let you just walk on me. Mm. Yeah, but I told him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mind. Just keep on using me until you use me up. I oh. was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Use me. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Just groove me. Groove me. <laughs> I said use me. <laughs> So you guys don't care. She's no. My brother, over, over he sit me right down and he talked to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he tried to tell me uh-huh. that I ought to not let you just use me. Uh-huh. But I want to spread the news uh-huh. Uh-huh. that if it feel this good getting used, right. oh, uh-huh. you just keep on using me until you use me up. Okay. What? So it does, doesn't matter because it feels good. No, I'm not finna right. develop feelings for you. Thank you. I'm oh, not finna you know, go into I, that. Hey, I'm I, I going know. in what this is. And, and what they say at church? And what? Let him use you. <laughs> and they say it all the time. They mean they the it Lord. <laughs> I don't Crazy. See wrong with it. And when you go back to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'll be there <laughs> the whole time. The whole I'll time. I'll be there. Just do what? Just look off your shoulder, honey. Just <laughs> call my name. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah. Just look over your shoulders, honey. <laughs> la la la. Joe wrote that line. Joe what? wrote that yeah. line. Wow. I got a song for every never, situation. What? what? Never cease to amaze me. Man, All right, please. coming up. <laughs> more trending topics. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Twenty minutes after the hour. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Carla is here with today's music news. What you got, Carla? What's going on? So riding high after her epic Super Bowl performance, Mary, Mary J. Blige is back with her 15th 
studio album. My girl got 15 wow. Come on, albums. Come on, she Mary. is truly a legend. The album is titled Good Morning Gorgeous. Mary has a few appearances on the album. Anderson Pack, Asha, Asha, who was our special guest on the show earlier, uh, DJ Khaled. Now she has a single on there called Rent to Rent Money, and it is just fire. And she wrote this song about her husband after the divorce. We know about her divorce. And Mary said, you know, in this exclusive interview she did with iHeartRadio, she said that she had to pay him so much alimony that she didn't have enough money left to pay any of her bills and that he spent all of her money. That was basically what she said was the inspiration behind this song. So, you know, loser. Well, she has recovered. God has you do things like this sometimes just to demonstrate his power. Mm, amen. Steve. Because sometimes you find God's greatest glory when you need it most. And and if you just trust him and believe in him, he come through shining. And so mm. Mary J. Blige, look at her. I can assure you, this guy right here, that money went through his fingers, man, like, like water. Mm. That money went through his hands like water. All right, coming up. <laughs> Thank you, Carla. Ooh. Coming up in 33 minutes after, we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for Would You Rather. Let's get it started. Would you rather perform surgery or fly a commercial jet without any qualifications? Which I'll one? do the surgery. Yeah, yeah. surgery. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to cut yeah. on your I'll head. do the surgery because I. you you going to die, but not me, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be something wrong with you, but I'm not going to be up in this plane killing myself. <laughs> I'm gonna work through it. I'll be. I do okay with that surgery. I do. I. Right. Yeah. You know, your knee gonna gonna be a minute. <laughs> you know, you ain't bouncing right back. You know. Okay. So yeah. all of might, you guys. Yeah, bouncing might be over, but we not finna fly this commercial jet. <laughs> no. And kill myself. No. Yeah. Okay. Look at it this way. If Odell Beckman see us coming, he gonna break out running. He don't want surgery <laughs> for us. <laughs> for sure. Damn. All right, so would you rather swim with the sharks? B. All right. Or would you rather spend a night in the forest with mountain lions? Ooh. Huh? I'm still Do what? With B. Would you rather swim with the sharks or spend a night in the forest with mountain lions? I'm going to spend that night in the forest. I'm going to spend that night in the forest. With mountain lions that could eat I'm in you? a tree, Shirley. I'm in a tree. Junior. You can quit asking me water Junior. questions. Huh? Junior. <laughs> They get in trees. Do they? Do they? <laughs> Hear what I can't do. I can't swim. I can't hold my breath. So what is I'm in here with this damn shark for? <laughs> this is a no-win situation. You can't get away from him. No. I'm in that forest with them mountain lions working on something I done learned from my granddaddy. Something. (laughs) Something. Build a fire, something. I'm going to get a fire started. I burn this damn forest down. I'm going to have all the animals running. (laughs) I'm going set the forest on fire. Now we on the news. Yeah, uh uh-huh, whatever. We're going to set this whole forest on. I'm going to start a forest fire. I'm going to get a mountain lion something else to think about other than my ass. crazy all right here we go last one uh would you would you feel worse 
if no one showed up to your wedding or if no one showed up to your funeral? To the funeral? Yeah. Mm. I had two weddings where wasn't nobody at, so I'm, I'm used to that. So you're over that. <laughs> you already yeah. did that one. <laughs> yeah. what two of them I shouldn't have been at. No. I shouldn't have been at two of them. So. The, the biggest surprise is my dumb ass was standing up there. That's the biggest surprise. Why am I here? Ain't nobody else here. The bigger question is, what made me come down here? All right, Steve. I think Woo! that's a great way to end Would You Rather for today. Ask my ass that question a million times. Why was I there? Coming up in 49 minutes after the hour, our last break of the day and closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. Uh, First of all, sending our condolences to our friend Tyrese, whose mom passed. uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yesterday. So um, condolences go out to Tyrese and the family. Hmm. Also, um... I guess in closing, what would I do today? First of all, let me ask the team before I go into that. Any questions about anything? Uh, let's do an Ask Steve segment right quick about anything you might want to ask. It can be personal. It can be humorous. It could be business. It could be career. It could be whatever. I'll give you a chance or a moment here. Or you can ask me how much something costs that you don't think I know the dollar amount to. <laughs> Just a couple of those as I prepare uh, to close. Oh, I have a question. Go ahead. Yes. You know, earlier in the week, we had talked about our morning show vacation. We just had Usher as a special guest on the show. We talked about going to Vegas. Do you have the dates and do you have everything planned out for us? So we can be ready. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, you know, we've come to a conclusion. What is the uh, conclusion? Uh, your fearless leader, your boss, is in charge of all international travel. Africa, okay. the Middle East, Paris. Okay. Okay. I, have, have I not done what I said I was going to do? Absolutely. You've done the Caribbean, Mexico. You've done all that. Yes. Shirley has labeled Tommy as half rich. Okay. She called him that the other day. I don't like day. that. Just I don't like how that's one and a half people. Yeah, I, I don't like it either rich. because I know he's rich. So okay. Tommy is in charge of all local trips and travel. Domestic. Oh, no. He oh, domestic. No. Domestic oh, travel yeah. is okay. what you're in charge of. And so all of this, can you can forward that question to nephew Tommy Okay, right so now, Tommy, Tommy, being that you're in charge of our vacation Domestic. domestically. Domestic travel, yeah. Yeah, we uh-huh. had Usher as a special guest on the show. We mm-hmm. talked about earlier going to Las Vegas. Do you have our dates and our travel itinerary Now, Now, let me together? say this about my international travel. I took care of all flights yeah, you did. and yes, you did. hotels. And ground. And ground. Transportation. You had to pay you, for nothing. And when they was with me, I paid food. for all the food. Yes, Correct. That's what, so now, that's what. Go ahead, Tommy. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, we like. dealing with a little bit of a budget now. So mm. it's not going to be quite Steve like, has never said the word budget to us. Ever. ever. It's oh, never come okay. out of his mouth. Well, well, like once again, I ain't Steve. So uh, everybody uh, get ready. We gonna, we traveling on uh, Spirit Frontier. I wish I would. You know, they done merged. <laughs> I wish I would. What? They just we Can't on, go to jail before I, I get to Vegas. Frontier Spirit or, or Spirit Frontier. I don't know which is first, but we on the SNF. Okay, SNF, Spirit and Frontier. 
We on that. Now y'all can decide. Do they have first class? No. They just got first get on. That's what they got. First boarding group. We're in First that. boarding group. Now you got to You need to. You need to respond early and, and check in early if you want to get on first. Oh now, man. New Orleans hotel. We can stay there. Or uh, they got in a Vegas? motel six. They got a motel six round the corner from the strip. That's what? a bad boy right there. I'm just Excuse me. Excuse me. Do you know how many baller hotels are in Vegas? Steve, jump in here. Ain't no joke. <laughs> if you stay at the Motel 6, you can see your car from the parking lot. <laughs> and guess what dope. else? Get your like, you can pull up in the parking lot and see if somebody's at your dope. You got to look at the advantages. You're <laughs> <laughs> looking advantages. at it all wrong, huh? Okay. Uh, and as far as food, yeah, everybody got to go to the buffet when I go. All right. We, we may not want to eat when you eat. We want to go shopping, gonna, gamble. Listen, we we listen, don't want to eat listen. with you, Alta. You're gonna eat when I eat, or you not? That's okay. I tell you minute. what. Wait if you don't want to eat when I eat, I'm gonna bring a cooler. We are gonna have sandwich meat and stuff like that in there. Lunch so we got. Meat so we got. So we got hog head cheese in here. You think we ain't got it? <laughs> it's the worst trip ever. Summer sausage, hog head cheese, salami, bologna, turkey meat, got all that crackers, bread. You got Pepto-Bismol because we'll be sick. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got oh, Miracle fun. Whip. Or we can get that other mayonnaise. Whichever one y'all like, y'all Helmet. let me know what you want. Helmet, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, and probably I'm, I'm probably going to get that Spicy mustard, in case y'all want that too. <laughs> Mix it up a little bit. Yeah, throw a little class in there. I'm, a, I'm classy with it now. Right. Slices All of right. pickles and stuff. I I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to just wait till the international trip. I'm going yeah. yeah. to I'm I'm go over here and be dealing with him with all these rules. How are we going to go see Usher? Not yeah, eating at no damn buffet, dog. Go by his house. The hell I'm going to be that buffet for in COVID. Now, as I'm over the Usher tickets too, Huh? Am I over the Usher tickets too? You, this is your trip. Your trip. The yeah. itinerary. You okay. Yes. So let me yes. explain this to y'all. I'm gonna buy three Usher tickets. Three? Nah. Once, once, some three. First three gonna go watch the first half, and we gonna take that stub back out there, and let the other three come on in. My man. And catch that My second man. half. Decide so what half of the show rest. you wanna see. Now okay? we gonna get arrested sneaking the in the show. <laughs> This is the worst yeah, closing ever. remarks yeah. of all time. I want to apologize to people. Just letting you take a sneak peek inside the mind of a person who is committed to fronting. But that's it. When it comes, but but he's very real though. He told you what he wasn't gonna do, and he's not. <laughs> it's going to be the worst trip to Vegas y'all have ever had. I'm going to probably have to step in here and make some phone calls. No, we're Thank you. SNF, baby. Please do, Steve, please. Spirit and Frontier forever. We ride. <laughs> hey, y'all, talk to God. He'd love to hear from you because you know you don't need to talk to Tommy. <laughs> See y'all tomorrow. <laughs> oh, 
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 